The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the hosts and creators of this program. This is the Pet Buzz. This is the Pet Buzz. Freshly collected with news, celebrity pet gossip, and the latest pet trends. The Pet Buzz gives you the latest 411 on everything pet related. Everything pet related. Hosted by pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. And here's the Dynamic Pet Duo. Hello, I'm pet trendologist Charlotte Reed, and you're listening to the Pet Buzz, the ultimate in pet talk radio. You know, this time of the year, I love family activities, especially when it revolves around our pets. So, for example, we love to jump in the car at night, of course, with the pets, and really take a tour of the neighborhood and see the beautiful lit houses. And then what about making Christmas cookies for Fido and Felix for treats? We love that. And then... What about holiday pictures? A lot of times we like to dress up in holiday attire, whether it's PJs or costumes or even Santa hats with our pet crew. And then this year we're going to upload those pictures and make a puzzle so that Dr. Fleck and I can have a fun puzzle night with friends. But now you know how I'm going to spend some of my holiday time. So what are you guys going to do? Let me know. Tell me by emailing me at Team at the Pet Buzz or posting on Twitter or even Facebook. I'm curious what you're going to do. But now let's kick off the show with our weekly countdown. In segment four, we're talking with Michelle Leva, the public relations director of Enchanted Christmas, about Paws and Claws, an event that takes place in some parts of the country in which pet parents can enjoy a winter spectacular with their four-legged family members. And in three... Well, in this portion of the show, we're talking with Mo Zilla's Jen Calwriter about learning more about privacy and security concerns before you buy tech products. Now, this is a segment not to be missed. And in two, in segment two, this is where we're going to dish about celebrities and their pets, including Little Bub this week. And in Flex Facts, I'm sharing my top holiday gifts. Now one. Well, the holidays are upon us, and it's now a popular trend to get a family pet over the holidays, especially a dog. But how can you manage the dog with all of the holiday hubbub. Joining us today is dog trainer and author Babette Haggerty. Happy holidays, Babette, and welcome back to the Pet Buzz. Oh, happy holidays to you too, Charlotte. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. Well, we love having you here, especially when we're talking about getting a dog. I know. So, you know, there's so many programs about adopting dogs over the holidays. And, you know, it's funny because A few years ago, I covered this shelter in South Carolina that has a family get a dog, the dog of their choice, delivered on Christmas Day by volunteers who are dressed in elf costumes. And I thought that was really cute. It was, you know, different and interesting. So generally, is the holidays a good time to get a dog, whether you buy a dog or you adopt a dog over the holidays? Why or why not? You know what? I think it's a great idea, and I love what that shelter is doing, because people who want a dog underneath the tree are going to get one. And if they can't get one from the shelter of their breeder, they'll get one in the puppy store. So, you know, what the shelter is doing is a fantastic idea, and I think it's a wonderful time to get a dog, because people are home for vacations, uh, you know, they're resting at home, so they have the time to give the puppy time to adjust and get on a schedule. Most of the chaos is before Christmas, not after so Babette is in favor of getting a dog in Christmas time. Okay, love that. Okay, so what do I need to start off on the right paw? The one book that I think that every puppy owner should get is the classic book, 
the art of raising a puppy. That way you can get your puppy started on the right paw, so to speak. And I believe it is the best puppy book out there. Glad that you mentioned the breed book. And this is what I tell everyone, and I think you'll probably agree with me. It's always a good idea when you're on Amazon, because most of us buy books on Amazon these days. We don't always go to our books a million is to look and see who wrote the dog book. See, back in the day when Babette and I were growing up, people who actually were breeding dogs were writing those books, right, Babette? <laughs> Absolutely. So those books were like the Bible, but they're just so hard to, to find these days. So now when you look on Amazon, that one person probably has written 10 books about different breeds, and they all kind of sound the same. That is great advice, Charlotte. And on top of that, you know, if you want to buy a used book on Amazon, look for these breed books that were published by the Howell Bookhouse, which is now no longer. But that's where you're going to find those classic books that were written by these people who bred and showed these breeds of dogs for years and years and years. And they are true experts in their breed. And as you said, they're not boiler-plated books that tell you how to train your boxer, your golden retriever, and your poodle all the exact same way. <laughs> I have to tell you, I'm <laughs> laughing because... I have to say this, you know, Babette is one of the greatest dog trainers in the country. But, you know, just thinking about those three distinct breeds, you know, one that will do anything you want to do, right? The the golden retriever, the poodle who is so highly intelligent, it will make you cry. And then what was the third one? A boxer? A boxer. No, I didn't say stupid. I just said it's kind of slow. Needs to grow up a little bit, you know. <laughs> you know, not quite as clownish as an Airedale, but, you know, it's a breed that definitely has to mature. So it's just so funny because, you know, it's funny. When dog trainers get together or people really know dogs, you know, they kind of sit around and just kind of laugh and chat about all the dog breeds. It's it's kind of funny. Okay, well, I don't. we don't want to intimidate you. Okay, so if you just join us, we're talking with dog trainer extraordinaire and author Babette Haggerty about getting a dog over the holidays. Okay, most important thing, what products do you need for your pooch? Well, absolutely, you need to get the crate because you want to house train that puppy. The minute it starts house training that puppy, the second it walks in the door, you need a leash and collar. I don't care how little your puppy is. You want your puppy to wear a collar with an ID tag on it. And, of course, the water and feed bowl. So those are the five things you definitely need, six things that you need, maybe even before you pick up the puppy. That's great. So you got to have the breed book, the crate. And, you know, talk about the crate and why it's always a good idea to have a crate. Because most people get rid of them, Babette, right, after they, you know, after their dog is kind of house trained? Right, they do. And I believe people should keep the crate with them all the time. First of all, you never know when you're going to need it. And this is the perfect season where you do need it. You know, you just had Thanksgiving dinner last week with 40 people in the house. I am sure your dog would have been a lot more content if he was allowed to just lay down in his crate, be left alone with his bones and his toys so that, you know, bratty uh, cousin Billy didn't pull on his tail (laughs) and another one was chasing him. And then, you know, senile Aunt Sally lets the dog out and three hours go by and everybody's wondering where Rover is. So the dog's safest in the crate. Yeah. And it becomes their room. It becomes their bed. I mean, we all had, most of us, I think, had beds growing up. You know, your dog wants his own bed. Right, a space of his own. And I'm glad that you brought that up. It's so funny. I'm going to give everyone a little hint. So next week we're having a psychologist, Stanley Korn, on, and he's going to talk about, like, 
how to deal with your crazy relatives when your pet becomes a problem. You know, old uncle like Arthur who wants to give the dog food even though you tell him 50,000 times not to, you know, so I think that'll be great. Okay, what about a schedule? Should I be starting to have a schedule right away when I bring the dog home? Absolutely. Get that puppy out. Get that puppy out every couple of hours. Give it five to seven minutes to go to the bathroom. Once it goes, you can bring it in and let it run around the house for, you know, 15, 20 minutes. After that, put it back inside the crate. You can put his toys in there. You can feed him in the crate. And then a few hours later, take him out again. But he should not be running around the house unless he's gone to the bathroom in the last 15, 20 minutes. That is the best way to set him up to succeed. You are not giving him the opportunity to have an accident in the house. Well, Babette, thank you so much for joining us today. It's always a pleasure to have you here and provide, you always provide such great advice and such great insight. I'm not even going to ask you because I know you're going to come back soon, right? Absolutely. I love being on your show. Oh, good. Well, everyone, that was Babette Haggerty. She's a dog trainer extraordinaire, and she's a wonderful author. I have to tell you that Babette followed in her father's footsteps. That's Captain Haggerty. He was a great man, and I'm sure that he's passed on, but I'm sure he's so proud of her. She's an excellent example of a dog trainer that can help you work with you and your family to help you and your dog have the best relationship throughout his whole entire life. So for more information, I want you to check out HaggertyDog.com. And when you're in the bookstore, look for one of her books. Go on Amazon and look for one of her books. But up next, Celebrity Pet News and Flex Facts. Stay tuned. You are listening to The Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We would love to communicate with you via social media. Use The Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. My name is Michelle Schaefer. I'm the mom of three boys, and I'm from Haddonfield and North Wildwood, New Jersey. I met Aladdin through my work with Lilo's Promise Animal Rescue, and I foster the emaciated dogs that come into our program. Aladdin came to us. He had been dumped at the side of the road. He weighed about 18 pounds. He had broken bones, other wounds, and he was missing 12 teeth. He was the worst abuse case I had ever seen. The most moving experience that I've had while working with Aladdin were when we were first responders at the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, Florida. And Aladdin usually works off leash. He was on leash that night, and he led me over to a very specific person. And here, that man had been in the nightclub the night of the shootings. He and Aladdin shared a very special moment that really made me cry. Aladdin has changed the way I see the world in a million different ways. The main thing is to treat people with kindness and compassion. My name is Michelle Schaefer, and Aladdin and I are individuals. Does your pet have dry, flaky, and itchy skin? Do you find yourself visiting the veterinarian repeatedly because Fido or Fluffy has skin allergies or ear infections? EpiPet to the rescue. Developed by a veterinarian, EpiPet is a revolutionary, high-performance skin and ear care product line made with the finest natural ingredients. EpiPet, for you and your pet, means better pet health. 
For more information, visit epi-pet.com. Well, thank you for joining us on the Pet Buzz. This show was hosted by the dynamic pet duo on Petrondologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm happy to be with you, especially during the most wonderful time for pets during the year. Well, unfortunately, we've got some sad celebrity news. A passing of another Instagram cat recently happened. Little Bub, the internet celebrity cat who brought joy to millions of fans, has recently died. Her owner, Mike Brydowski, announced her death on social media in a post celebrating her life and influence on animal welfare and research for special needs pets. Little Bub had been struggling with a bone infection and passed peacefully in her sleep at eight years of age. Three years ago, she started Little Bub's Big Fund with the ASPCA, where money is used to help special needs animals nationwide. Well, her owner now is working with the University of Purdue to cremate Little Bub and blast her ashes into space. That's right. I said, blast her ashes into space to orbit the Earth and watch over us. Additionally, her owner's ambitious plans include wanting to link the satellite to a website and install a live feed so that we can always know where little bub is and if she's looking down on us. That's really ambitious. Well, additionally, Brybdowski wants to continue the fundraising effort that Little Bub championed. He wants to implement a system that deducts a certain amount of money from the bank accounts of donors every time Little Bub orbits the earth. Well, good luck with that. You know, people don't want to part with their money, especially not for a dead cat. Sorry, Little Bub, but that's the truth. But I really want you to know, we want you here at the Pet Buzz to say, rest in peace, Little Bub. You have been a major contributor to cat life on social media. And now, what you've been waiting for, Flex Facts. Welcome to Just the Facts. Just the Facts. Fact or fiction? Just the Facts, ma'am. You want answers! I want the truth! It's going to take long. you got the time. So, hey, everybody, for Flex Facts today, we're going to talk about the best holiday pet gifts. Well, you know, as the holidays near, pet owners are always looking for the perfect gifts to give to their beloved pets. But here's the trend. It's about mindful holiday gift giving that supports buying appropriate and safe gifts that help spoil your pet, but that are also reasonably priced. So let's start out with cats. Well, anyone who has a cat knows they like to drink from the faucet. So the best gift for cats this holiday is the Aqua Purr, which is a great gift that easily attaches to your sink and you don't have to worry because the sink still works. Now, like I said, I'm going to post all of this information and the pictures of these products on the Pet Buzz website. Well, the best part about the Aquapur, it's a fountain that you're never going to have to clean. Well, other fountains, you know, simply recirculate the same old water, which quickly fouls and has to be cleaned weekly. So you're going to love this because you don't have to buy expensive filters and the Aquapur doesn't recirculate the water. It's that fresh water that your cat wants. You can choose from multiple designs. It is the holiday gift that saves you money. And it's $129 on Amazon. Okay, so one of the things that I like to do is, of course, I like to buy clothing. So I'm going to buy some clothing for my pets for the holiday season. But you want to buy 
Clothing that's functional and fashionable. So that's why I go to Upcountry Inc. Well, they have this great orange field jacket and it was voted one of the best products of 2019 because it's got that fabulous country style, but it helps to keep your pet warm. It helps to keep your pet in sight with reflective details and your dog can wear it and still have the ability to wear that harness. And best part, of course, it's machine washable. So, and we can't forget about sweaters. Sweaters are a great gift. So I like their individual hand-knitted sweaters. They're cozy and they can be worn under the coat so they're not super bulky. The yarn is acrylic and it really feels like wool, but here's what's great about it. Because it's acrylic, you can machine wash it. That's very key because sweaters get wet, they get dirty, and you don't want your dog to put on a wet sweater. So definitely wash it, hang it up by one or two. And lastly, there are some great collars and leashes that are festive, from upcountry. They're super strong with brass hardware. And here's what I love. They don't fray and they're stain resistant. Prices for upcountry products that I'm talking about cost about $18 and up. Okay. So let's talk about one thing that we all love to do, which is healthy seasonal snacking. Well, cranberries are great fruit this time of the year. So I'm going to celebrate the cranberry season. Uh, because they've been part of holiday celebrations for about hundreds of years by actually treating my dog to some totally grainless sausage bites, chicken and cranberry recipe. It's made in the USA. It's grain-free, gluten-free, wheat-free, and corn-free. And cranberries are great for your dog because they provide your dog with vitamin C, potassium, and fiber. And I like this treat because it's soft, it's small, and it's perfect for adult or senior dogs of any size, and it's reasonably priced. It's $5.99. Okay? That's at lovingpetsproducts.com. And like I said, I'm going to post all these products up on the site. You can read it on the Pet Buzz uh, website, check out the pictures and uh, do a little shopping. Okay. So let's talk about some other grooming gifts. You know, back in the day, you used to buy your dad, maybe a hairbrush and some old spice or something like that. Well, grooming gifts, especially during the cold weather are a great holiday item because, you know, it's cold and dry. The air is climate can really affect your dog's skin, making it really dry. So Cold weather and dirty snow can exacerbate some existing uh, skin conditions or even cause new ones. So Zymox shampoo and leave-in conditioner is here to help. It's here to give relief for itchy, irritated skin on our beloved pets. And the shampoo and conditioner blends a concentrated combination of protein, enzymes, and vitamin D to be safe and gentle on and pets of all ages and Zymox shampoo uses mild, non-drying ingredients that are soothing to the skin, the shampoo is pH balanced, tear free and paraben free, which I think is really important. I actually like the fragrance. Each bottle is about $13.99 and it's available through your veterinary pet specialty store or online. Check it out. About $13.99. You want to learn more about the product? Visit Zymox.com and that's Z-Y-M-O-X. Okay. Everybody wants to sniff out the best stocking stuffers and you know this. Whether it's really hot or really cold, winter can be tough on a dog's nose and paws. Okay, so the warm air from indoor heating can dry out the nose. And also, winter can be brutal on dog paws with the snow, the ice, the salt, you know, and just the overall cold weather. So it's important to have protection for the pads as well as the nose. So for pet relief, we like CBD Living's dog nose and paw salve. And it provides a calming form of hydration and moisture to your pet's dry, irritated 
cracked skin. So the unique blend of natural oils, which are rich in antioxidants, the broad spectrum CBD, which means there's no psychoactive activity, and the omega-3 fatty acids and the neem oil provide an advanced skin penetration enhancement system, which allows moisturizing properties to stay on the surface of the skin while nutrients are quickly absorbed and provide support with it. That's about $30, totally worth it. It's CBD Living Pet. Okay. Who doesn't love the holiday meal? I think what sometimes when we think about Christmas or Hanukkah, we always think about that holiday meal and those traditions a lot of times are manifested in the food. Well, the holidays, of course, you know, are celebrating with loved ones and that includes my pet. And I really want them to eat a great holiday meal just like me. So Evanger's Dog Food Company offers award-winning, healthy and delicious options for dog and cats, even ferrets, so they can feast on the holiday. I'm going to pick the Avengers USA duck and sweet potato dinner, which is slow cooked in the company kitchens. And what I love is that the protein, the duck, is from USA sourced farms, as well as the sweet potatoes. And then you could add a side of uh, their vegetarian, which is like peas and carrots mixture and some other veggies. Or you can do duck as a single protein if you want to add it to your pet's dry food. You know, even though it's Avengers dog food company. They make cat food products too. So discerning cats can enjoy a fantastic holiday meal cooked in the can in its own juices and really can start about $3.99 a can. You want to learn more about these great seasonal gifts? Well, hey, check out the petbuzz.com. Like I said, I posted descriptions and pictures and more. Check out our blog. You don't want to miss great pet products or great pet gifts for this holiday season. More of the pet buzz very soon. Bet you can't wait for my I Likey of the Week. You are listening to the Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We would love to communicate with you via social media. Use the Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. Sure, I'm a little rough and tough. Somebody's got at me. I like the outdoors. Camping, boating, riding in your truck with my head out the window. Yeah, I'll poop outside. Doesn't everyone? A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Buzz, the best in pet talk radio. I'm petrondologist Charlotte Reed, and I'm happy to be with you. And we're so close to Christmas now. So I want to talk about some of my faves, my I likey of the week. It's genius. It's to die for. I like it. Walton Farms Pets Don't Stink products. Yes, I said pets don't stink. Well, their products are crafted with natural alternatives to harsh and harmful chemicals found in other products. Their collection is made with all natural core ingredients and fragrances derived from natural extracts and essential oils, which provide a pleasing and long lasting scent. Well, the company boasts that they don't just love pets, they love the earth too. Well, who doesn't? Well, all pets don't stink products are made with bio-renewable and cruelty-free resources. That's a thumbs up. They like to use sustainable harvested 
Palm Curl Oil, which leaves your pet's coat clean, soft, and never dry or greasy. That's really key. Who wants a greasy pet? especially after they got washed. And they also note that making high-quality, sustainable pet products is expensive, but they think that our pet pals are worth it. You're the best thing I ever had in my life. I think you and I will both agree. So check out their five-piece gift set, which includes Pets Don't Stink Waterless Foam Wash, Oatmeal and Aloe Shampoo, SHT Storm Cleaner, quick Quickie Wipes, and Spritz Me Up. I think this is a gift for a friend whose pet stinks. Well, our next guest is on the phone. Okay, so not too long ago, Mozilla launched its third annual, Privacy Not Included, a report and shopping guide identifying which connected gadgets and toys, including pet products, are secure and trustworthy. And of course, which aren't. So if you're buying pet tech products, you need to learn more before you buy them and our next guest is here to help. So joining us today is Jen Kaltrider, Mozilla's content strategy lead. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jen. Thank you for having me. So before we get started, can you talk to us about the Mozilla Foundation? Yeah. So I think most people out there maybe have heard of the Firefox web browser. Of course. Um, what people may not know is that the Firefox web browser is made by a company called Mozilla, and Mozilla is kind of unique in that we're a nonprofit. So we don't um, try and make money off of people. We just try and make things that are good for people and good for the Internet. And so that includes the Firefox web browser, but it also includes the thing that I make um, every year, which is called the Privacy Not Included Buyer's Guide, where we review um, the privacy and security of connected products. And that's why you're here really to talk about that because so many pet owners are really getting into this whole pet tech product buying thing. So Jen, why do pet owning consumers need to review your shopping guide? And what's the goal of the guide? So the goal of the, of the, of the buyer's guide is to give people access to information about how private and secure connected products are. So there's a bunch of guides out there. Um, consumer reports or wire cutter or, or places like that where people can go to get information on products before they buy them about, you know, features and reliability and things like that. But there isn't another guide out there that I'm aware of that reviews connected products for privacy and security. So somebody's going to go buy a Fitbit or an Amazon Echo or a Google Home or, or something like that, anything that connects to the internet. And they want to know, hmm, which one of these products maybe is the most secure or the most private? I want to check that out. So that's that's the goal of the guide is to give people access to that sort of information. Why should pet owners care? Pet owners should care because more and more pet products are connecting to the Internet. Everything from trackers that make sure you can keep track of your pet and not lose them to uh, smart feeders to, you know, little video cameras that let you monitor your pup when you're not home or mm-hmm. fling a treat at it. Um, or even to uh, litter boxes. Litter boxes now connect to the Internet, which kind of blows my mind. Um, so that's why people, I think, pet owners should care. Now, you know. is it true that the majority of Wi-Fi connected pet food dispensers, doggy cams, and other pet-friendly smart devices don't prioritize privacy and security? Well, I want to be careful about speaking to the majority of them. In, in our guide, we re- reviewed 13 pet products um, across okay. that spectrum that you just listed. And... Of those 13 products, only six of them actually met our minimum security standards. And our minimum security standards are kind of like, like, like they sound. They're the minimum. Like we think that these are the minimum things that products should meet just to be on the market. 
So over half of the 13 products that we reviewed in the guide did not meet those minimum security standards. Okay, so which were the six that did meet them? So the six that that met the standards are the Feinster Duo Plus Pet Tracker, Mm -hmm. the PetNet Smart Feeder, the Furbo Dog Cam, the Pet Chats HD, the WhistleGo Pet Tracker, and the TileMate are the products that actually did meet the minimum security standards. Okay. With with I want and I want to add a small caveat here to when we talk about privacy and security, our security standards look at security things. So that means does the product use encryption? Does it require you to, you know, cha- have a strong password or, you know, if an open password, things are really easy to hack. Privacy is a whole nother ball game. And so some of the products that I just listed that meet our minimum security standards actually maybe have some questions around privacy. So I just that's that it's it's a distinction that I think is is interesting and needs to be made that you can find out more in the guide um, than I can probably tell you here on. Okay. Well, on the one of the things I thought was interesting, the five hundred dollar litter box that's mentioned in the guide just has a generic password, correct? Yeah. Yet never scoop is actually the default setup password for the <laughs> um, the litter robot three connect, which makes me chuckle. It's also a bit suspicious. It's typically having some sort of default password like that and the setup like that is can be questionable. So, and and the other thing with the Litter Robot 3 Connect that we found is that it, the, the product itself doesn't have a privacy policy. So if you want to go and find out, you know, okay, so I'm going to have a $500 litter box and I'm going to have this app that controls it, you know, how is it going to use my data? Can I delete my data? You know, things like that. There's no privacy policy that the company provides to give consumers that information. Wow. Okay. So from what I understand, Jen, you're the chief researcher behind the guide and you're a pet owner. So tell us a little bit about when we go and we look at these products, what else should we be concerned with? Well, and I think that's that's a conversation that we're hoping people will have. And that's one of the goals of the guide is, you know, a lot of people just don't think about this. They've kind of either given up that things are going to be private and secure. I mean, we, we carry a, a camera and a microphone around in our pants pocket all day with our phones, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it is a little different to bring an HD camera with night vision and tracking and, <laughs> and, and, and audio into your home and put it down at like knee level um, so you can, you know, see your pup and I get it. You know, when I leave my pups alone, I miss them and crazy. And I would love to be able to like give them a call and say hi and see their tails wag. At the same time though, I don't know. I'm kind of like, eh, it's a little creepy. Like, I don't know, who else I don't is know watching? how private and secure these are. Yeah. yeah. And who else is watching? And one of the things that we found actually is the big companies have the money to invest in securing their products, making sure they use encryption and and having a program that if if a vulnerability is found in it, they can fix it immediately. The smaller companies aren't able to prioritize that. Okay, last question. So how can smart pet homes get wiser? Well, I think the first thing that I recommend people do is say, what is okay with me? Or, or if you're shopping for somebody for the holidays and, and you're going to buy them something, have that conversation with them too. You know, what is okay with you, whether you're buying a pet product or a smart speaker or a toy for a kid, like, what are you comfortable with having in your home when it comes to connected devices? Smart speakers have always on microphones. Are you comfortable with that? There's toothbrushes that connect to your Wi-Fi. Do you need a toothbrush that connects to Wi-Fi? So just kind of asking yourself, what am I comfortable with? 
you know, does this need to connect to the Internet? What are the risks? What are the rewards of doing that? And so I think that's the first question that pet owners should ask. And then kind of go from there. I work for Mozilla. I, I think about privacy and security every day. I still have a number of connected products in my home. I don't have any of these pet products, in part because they're very expensive, but also in part because I'm just not sure that I want, you know, an HD camera. You know, it's fun to spy on my dog. <laughs> Maybe not so fun to think somebody could spy on me. Exactly. So, so that's what I would think. Exactly. Interesting. Well, Jen, thank you so much for joining us today. It was great having you here. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. To learn more about the guide and review of the products mentioned, visit privacynotincluded.org. Next up, I'm talking about unusual friendships in life. You are listening to The Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We love to communicate with you via social media. Use The Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and our buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. When your doctor recommended omega fatty acids as a daily supplement, he told you that they promoted better heart, brain, skin, joint, and immune system health. Well, doesn't it make sense for your pet to have the same health benefits? EpiPet Whole Fish Treat, an all-natural smoked fish supplement, is 100% bioavailable, bringing your pets the nutrients they need to keep them healthy and happy. To order better pet health for your dog or cat, visit www.epi-pet.com. I'm back, and I'm pet trendologist Charlotte Reed, and I want you to know, because I say it every week, we are urban, suburban, and country. What does that mean? That means our show, whether you live in a city, a suburb, or out in a rural area, we're here for you, and we talk about things that you'll appreciate. We talk about pet life and how you can have a better relationship with your pets. And now, Pet Buzz News from around the globe. Well, I got to tell you, I love the stories where dogs and other animals bond with each other. They don't have to be the same species, but they just bond together. And I think that's just lovely. It kind of thing, it makes me think of what Noah's Ark would be like with all those animals on board. Well, even if the bonding isn't for a long time. So at a South African rhino orphanage, a baby giraffe abandoned in the wild was befriended by Hunter, a Belgian Malinois. You know, the Belgian Malinois are all over the paper these days, especially since Conan got awarded, you know, what, a silver star, a big award by the president of the United States. Well, Hunter of the dog, he kept an eye on Jazz, a nine-day-old giraffe at the Rhino Orphanage in Limpopo's province of South Africa. The giraffe arrived at the orphanage just a few weeks ago, literally days after its birth. A farmer found the giraffe in the wild, that's Jazz, weak and dehydrated, and called the center for help. Well, according to the orphanage caretaker, Hunter and Jazz, the giraffe, bonded immediately. The giraffe had been unstable on its feet and collapsed after a brain hemorrhage. Well, the dog was by the giraffe's side when it died, and after... 
believe it or not, the dog sat in front of the empty room for a while, even after they took the giraffe. Well, I chose this story because, honestly, I really love the picture of the two of them, the giraffe and the dog together. As sick as the giraffe was, it was sitting down, its head was held high, and the dog was just lying next to it and leaning on its thigh. So definitely check out the picture on Facebook. I'm sure it'll touch your heart just like it touched mine. Well, on a happy note, the most wonderful time of the year is here. The Christmas countdown has started and everyone is enjoying buying gifts, decorating their homes and trees and attending and hosting holiday parties. But don't forget holiday events that you can attend with your pooch. Our fur babies are always up for adventure, especially if they can gather with friends or meet new friends at a holiday extravaganza. Well, I have to tell you that I can't wait to attend one of the largest canine events with my dog in my residential living area, which is the Tampa Bay area. Joining us today is Michelle Leva, Director of Marketing and Communications for Enchant Christmas. Hello, Michelle, and thank you so much for joining us on the Pet Buzz today. Hello, thank you so much for having me. So tell us a little bit about Enchant Christmas. What is it? So Enchant Christmas, the cornerstone of Enchant Christmas is the world's largest Christmas light maze, featuring truly larger than life, custom designed light sculptures that take you through the Great Search, which is a story of this mischievous little elf that has released Santa's reindeer just before his Christmas Eve flight, and you as a guest of Enchant are on a mission to find those reindeer. There is also um, a beautiful Christmas market. We have an ice skating trail. There are so many different um, incredible activities inside Enchant at the Tropicana Field. I have to tell you, it looks beautiful, but it's not only a Tropicana Field, right? It's in Washington and where else? You're right. You're right. So we're in Seattle, Washington at T-Mobile Park, as well as at Nationals Park in Washington, D.C. this year. Okay, so when did you all start to invite dogs to participate in Enchant Christmas? I think it's called Paws and Claws event. And then when is it? It is called Paws and Claws. So we started Paws and Claws, or we had the idea for Paws and Claws, rather, early in the year uh, last year, in 2018. And we invited dogs to our events in Seattle, Washington, and in Arlington, Texas. And it was just a huge success for so many people, dogs. I mean, I know it's true in my family too, but for so many people, dogs are part of the family. And every time you go out and do something, you want to be able to bring them with you. And we just, we just knew that there would be so many people who would relish the opportunity to bring their four-legged friend to Enchant. I know they really, really do. I just can't believe. I mean, the pictures look absolutely beautiful. Now your Paws and Claws event is on December 16th. Is that correct? That's correct. December 16th. And I have to say, you know, in the first year, people weren't totally sure what Paws and Claws was about. They brought their dogs, they experienced the event. But what I love love seeing this year and what I'm hoping to see more of is, is how people have now, they've come to recognize what the Paws and Claws event is and they they have plans for how they're going to pose their dogs inside the maze. It's hysterical, and I love seeing it. These photos, you just search it on, on social media. You find all kinds of goodies and the most adorable dogs. And I'm sure since they're planning on what they're going to do there, because they've been, you know, coming for a few years, they probably dress up their dogs, right, for the photo ops. Some people really do. Some people, you know, there were there was a couple in Seattle who actually had their two of their dogs in a front pack on front of them and they walked through the maze with their dogs in their front pack. It was darling. 
I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so <laughs> when I'm there with my dog, what do I have to look forward to at Enchant Christmas? I mean, you so you told me Santa picks, so that's a good thing. Well, num- number one, they have a ninety thousand square foot world's largest Christmas light maze to sniff through. I think that oh. that alone is like creme de la creme for your dog. Number two, probably more for the owner than for the dog, is that photo with Santa, that memorabilia that can't be replaced. That is a moment in time captured on our beautiful Santa's Landing set, which is actually a stunning Phoenix display by a a New York-based Phoenix artist. So it'll be quite the photo op. And And after, believe it or not, the dog sat in front of the empty room for a while, even after they took the giraffe. Well, I chose this story because, honestly... I really love the picture of the two of them, the giraffe and the dog together. As sick as the giraffe was, it was sitting down, its head was held high, and the dog was just lying next to it and leaning on its thigh. So definitely check out the picture on Facebook. I'm sure it'll touch your heart just like it touched mine. Well, on a happy note, the most wonderful time of the year is here. The Christmas countdown has started and everyone is enjoying buying gifts, decorating their homes and trees and attending and hosting holiday parties. But don't forget holiday events that you can attend with your pooch. Our fur babies are always up for adventure, especially if they can gather with friends or meet new friends at a holiday extravaganza. Well, I have to tell you that I can't wait to attend one of the largest canine events with my dog in my residential living area, which is the Tampa Bay area. Joining us today is Michelle Leva, Director of Marketing and Communications for Enchant Christmas. Hello, Michelle, and thank you so much for joining us on the Pet Buzz today. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. So tell us a little bit about Enchant Christmas. What is it? So Enchant Christmas, the cornerstone of Enchant Christmas is the world's largest Christmas light maze, featuring truly larger-than-life, custom-designed light sculptures that take you through the Great Search, which is a story of this mischievous little elf that has released Santa's reindeer just before his Christmas Eve flight, and you as a guest of Enchant are on a mission to find those reindeer. There is also um, a beautiful Christmas market. We have an ice skating trail. There are so many different um, incredible activities inside Enchant at the Tropicana Field. I have to tell you, it looks beautiful, but it's not only a Tropicana Field, right? It's in Washington, and where else? You're right. You're right. So we're in Seattle, Washington at T-Mobile Park, as well as at Nationals Park in Washington, D.C. this year. Okay, so when did you all start to invite dogs to participate in Enchant Christmas? I think it's called Paws and Claws event. And then when is it? It is called Paws and Claws. So we started Paws and Claws, or we had the idea for Paws and Claws, rather, early in the year uh, last year, in 2018. And we invited dogs to our events in Seattle, Washington, and in Arlington, Texas. And it was just a huge success for so many people, dogs. I, I mean, I know it's true in my family, too, but in, for so many people, dogs are part of the family. And every time you go out and do something, you want to be able to bring them with you. And we just we just knew that there would be so many people who would relish the opportunity to bring their four-legged friend to Enchant. I know. They really, really do. I just can't believe. I mean, the pictures look absolutely beautiful. Now, your Paws and Claws event is on December 16th. Is that correct? That's correct. December 16th. And I have to say, you know, in the first year, people weren't totally sure what Paws and Claws was about. They brought their dogs. They experienced the event. But what I love love seeing 
this year and what I'm hoping to see more of is, is how people have now, they've come to recognize what the Paws and Claws event is and they, they have plans for how they're going to pose their dogs inside the maze. It's hysterical and I love seeing it. <laughs> These photos, you just search it on on social media, you find all kinds of goodies and the most adorable dogs. And I'm sure since they're planning on what they're going to do there, because they've been, you know, coming for a few years, they probably dress up their dogs, right, for the photo ops. Some people really do. Some people, you know, there were there was a couple in Seattle who actually had their two of their dogs in a front pack on front of them. And they walked through the maze with their dogs in a front pack. It was darling. So I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so <laughs> when I'm there with my dog, what do I have to look forward to at Enchant Christmas? I mean, you so 